Hello. How are you doing, Steve? Hey, Ben. I'm doing great. What about you? I can't complain at all. I'm a little bit bloated. I ate too much cake about half an hour ago. <laughs> so happy and bloated, I'll say. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you very much for joining on this uh, wonderful evening. Very happy to be there. Yeah, well, you seem to be that you've been quite busy recently. I've seen you popping up everywhere and conferences and new cool tools and all this type of stuff. So, um, yeah, you must be pretty tired. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Before we get into all that, would you like to quickly introduce yourself? Okay. So, so the, the good people know who you are and your background and all that, yeah. <laughs> okay. For anyone who don't know me, and I think it's 99% of, uh, of all, uh, my name is Stepan Rešo, but please call me Steve. It will be much more easier. Uh, <laughs> I'm from small country in the middle of Europe, which is called Czech Republic. That's why my name is so strange and weird. <laughs> and I'm co-founder of a company called Data Brothers, and I'm running a podcast. Uh, I'm running uh, the web blog called Data Milket. That's the one. I know it well. And um, I was on your um, like podcast recently, right? Yes. That was very good fun. That's something that we are doing for Czech community, which is called Power uh, BI Kafičko, Power BI Coffee. And sometimes we're welcoming special guests like you, Ben. Thank you very much. And you made me feel so special as well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically, um, a, a lot of what I've been seeing you do recently, I've had uh, a lot of interest in because I've been on rants as of late. You know, when you when you have those times um, when you're doing your work and you, you kind of hit more obstacles than you usually do, you know, or you start to like work in a different way and all of a sudden this pops up and, and for what me, the two things have been, um, well, one of the main things has been Usage metrics, which you, we, we've had a, a small chat about on in, um, in Twitter. Yeah, uh, usage metric is great tool, but not every time. I would say it like it's great to have an ability to find out who's using our report or our stuff in the workspaces, but why? I need to go into so much workspaces to get the result of mm. adoption of my work. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I've currently have like 74 workspaces in my company, yeah. which is not a lot, yeah. but when every single workspace has its own meaning, especially in case of a content where we're preparing something, I would like to test everything properly and I would like to find out if it's used by proper users. I would like mm. to stash this information for much longer because running the analysis just on 30 days of usage is like nothing. Mm. It helps, but not that much. So, yep. I mean, one of the things that also frustrated me a lot is the, um, I forget what it's called now. I can just quickly open my own um, Power BI uh, workspace. The, the admin monitoring. The admin monitoring. So then you have the purview hub yeah. when you get the feature. I find that basically completely useless, I got to say. Um, it's it's not, it's so, it could be good if there was flexibility to it. You could edit it, you could all that kind of stuff because it's so yeah. undynamic. It's just. Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, okay. In case of admin monitoring, I'm pretty happy that it appeared mm -hmm. because. It's better than nothing. 
and especially in case of feature usage and adoption part, it can be very handy because it contains mm -hmm. uh, information from active uh, activity events. Mm -hmm. And if you know uh, what you're looking for, you're pretty capable to find what, what you need. But you need to know, which can be very hard for someone who's just starting with using activity events. Because in that case, there are too much activities and it's very hard to define which is what. Yeah. Like generate SAS token. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah. I mean, you said that it was, it's better than nothing. I would agree, but only in the sense that on a scale of 0 to 100, 1 is better than 0. Yeah. We still, we, have, we still have 99 to get, or let's say like 50 to get halfway there. And um, I know it's I know it's like still preview or whatever, but I just find it so, yeah. Uh, for me, it's very hard to say something completely nice about it. <laughs> okay, fair enough, I'll take that. And uh, it's mostly because I've already created the something that I'm calling like admin cockpit. That's cool. Uh, where I have much more yeah. uh, stuff already coming up to me directly on a homepage. Mm. And mm. I know that I can change it anytime. I'm very happy to have at least something. Yeah. To have at least the possibility for tenants that are just starting to yeah. just pop inside, try mm. it on your own, start checking what's inside uh, of your logs. Because for most of our BI admins, it was quite a hard time to actually receive your logs. Yeah. And this is something that helps, at least yeah. somehow. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, it's, it's great. I mean, you, you said you, you, you developed this, this tool, and I also am very excited to kind of start using it at some point. Uh, or I, honestly, I've seen, you, I've seen you post about it, but I'll be honest, I haven't read about it yet. I've just, I'm, and I will, because I really want to get there. I think I think it's great that there are all these people who produce this sort of you know tools like yourself and um, but it goes back to something that I was saying and I, honestly these days I can't remember where it's, where I say these things do I say it on Twitter did I say it on LinkedIn did I say it on a live stream I said it at some point in my life that's all I know <laughs> um, that there some, seems to be too much reliance on it from the Microsoft's point of view. Like it, it's great that they have this community of very, very talented people such as yourself who can create these wonderful things, but wouldn't it just be nice if some, if it was just there, you know? Yes, and but from, okay, I think I can understand why maybe for Microsoft it's quite hard to create something like that because they have, Enormous amount of customers, and yeah. every one has specific needs. So create something so generic that would suit needs to everyone. Well, no, because I think it would just be just be as simple as giving us our own data sets for our usage metrics. Yes, of course, that would would be pretty awesome. And if if, they, if that if we had that, we could do pretty much anything we wanted. It'd be yeah. so cool. Yeah. Uh, that's actually true. And if you remember. A uh, few months ago, and even in some tenants, it's still working. You're pretty capable to download your usage metrics data set. Mm. But not everyone. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not depending on uh, tenant settings. 
Mm. It's just depending mm. on version of your Power BI service, if mm. you are capable to download it or not, yeah. which is absolutely strange. And still, you will have it just for one workspace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's odd. Um, it, it's, but it's one of those things I kind of kind of get myself worked out about, and I, but then I just fall back on, ah, I'm sure they'll sort it out at some point. Ah, I'm sure it'll get there. But actually, this is a, a, this comment here that um, will Microsoft ever <laughs> release a complete feature? Um, I like I like that comment, and it was also like it occurred to me the other day that I do think they have this habit of releasing something in in public preview and then leaving it in that state for quite a long time before making any significant updates. Are you talking about the field map? Yeah, exactly. This is a classic, right? Um, yeah. This is, and never changed. That's, I mean, that's one for sure. I mean, to be fair, that one was always pretty reasonable. I mean, it, it, it could have had more maps on, you had to get a bit. And there was always okay, but there's these features that are just okay. It's preview. And then for quite a while, it's just statically preview. I'm like, okay, when's the, when's the, the cool stuff coming that'll make it ready? I don't know. It's odd. Isn't, I think right now it's, 80 years or maybe even yeah i think it's 80 years oh no sorry six years and 10 months since it get into the preview the, the field map i for yeah. enormous time well i think i'm i it was i'm just turning 41 and i think it was released as preview on my on my dad's fifth birthday, probably that's that's how that's how long it's been. It's been a good it's been a good sixty five years, I think. But <laughs> um, no, yeah, just forever basically. It's just always been there forever, which is quite a yeah. thing. But what are you gonna do? Um, are you one second as well? Look what I just in here. Are you talking about all core visuals? Aren't they? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so brutal, but true. <laughs> brutal, but, uh, but yeah. actually. This is this is a really I like the comment. It's funny, but also it's a nice segue onto it. Like a, another thing, I don't want to rush through all the topics, but when I do feel strongly about stuff, it's hard not to. Um, but it, you know your your SVG work as well. Um, it's interesting because recently I I started using Deneb less, not because mm -hmm. I didn't want to use it. Just I was working on a couple of projects where I thought, okay, maybe I, for this I don't I don't need Deneb so much or. Um, and it was strange going back to the, these these core visuals as they call them because you kind of forget the restrictions. Um, There's quite a lot of them actually. Yeah, it's, really, it's wildly frustrating sometimes. Yeah, uh, I like core visuals. I prefer using them, yeah. but exactly as you said, there are so much limitations mm. that you as you will encounter in a few moments when you're trying to do something outside the box. Yeah. And quite often we need that. Yeah. So that was maybe what brought me into the SVGs. Makes sense. In yeah. case of a Power BI, because it was like, okay, where the where I'm actually capable to use them? Mm. Table and a matrix. Nah, mm. that's not a lot, yeah. but... Uh, I was using them in a matrix since 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. you are still able to True. use them in a box. Yeah, that's square. It was just the square, right? Yeah. Yes. And not just SVGs. You are capable to run a measure 
that was able to connect to Google API and returns you the mini chart. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. That's quite cool. I didn't realize that. Uh, but when we've received the support inside the matrix to have separate size for height and width, yeah. it was much better. Mm. And when finally we received the new card visual. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That was the, that's when it started. Yeah. Where we can actually do mostly anything, like literally anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the real fun begins. Yeah. Uh, you'd actually, you, you did a pretty cool presentation for the Berlin user group. I remember uh, a few weeks ago or a couple of months ago. I can't remember. Thanks. It was, it was very much really enjoyed it. Um, what I noticed about it and which I, I find quite interesting, I've kind of looked at it before like when, when Charticulator was, was bigger, when it, when it existed, if you will, it doesn't seem to exist anymore. Um, that uh, it's kicking around, it's there, but it's not supported or whatever. I think is there, I think it's in a app source. Yeah, but no one is talking about it anymore. Yeah, because it, it, they stopped developing it. They stopped yeah. kind of giving it new features or whatever. I can't remember what they said. Uh, it's it's had a, it's had its day in, in in the in the sun or whatever whatever you say. Um, and back 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 then it was kind of like oh, you know which is better you know Deneb or Charticulate and the answer was always doesn't really matter. You can use both, and it's nice to have that option to you know enhance what you can do in Power BI. Mm -hmm. And I guess recently maybe this is just what i see in the in the in my power bi bubble is it's now kind of svg and deneb right you know what i mean yes yeah. uh, that, that's the same what i see these days uh and it's very nice that it actually depends because if you know how to write the bigger you will go for a deneb yeah. if you are able to support custom visuals you can go for the net mm. if you don't know how to write the Vega or you're not supporting custom visuals, SVGs will be your only option. Mm. Yeah. Um, sorry, just also bring up this comment here from uh, this, you know, okay. you also encounter these limitations inside the box. You don't need to go outside. This is actually a fair comment. This is, is very true. One of the things was I doing, was it today? And I was like astonished. Um, it was, I created a very basic um, visual and it was just with the, the resizing of the visual, if I made it too high, then the mm -hmm. numbers wouldn't actually appear in the bar. If I reduced the size, then they would appear. It was just really, and I was like, what? That can't be. And because I hadn't used it for so long, I forgot, you know? And I, my intention, by the way, isn't to have like a massive downer on, on Power BI and all this type of stuff, but you just do have these moments or you go through these a week or so where it's like, oh God, come on, man. This is so frustrating. Yeah, and if you combine it with uh, on-visual interactions or mm. on-visual on editing, I mm -hmm. really don't know how it's called. Sorry, if everyone who's developing that, I'm not using it, and I'm not about to start using it. Oh, that. the on-object yeah. formatting. Yeah, on, on Is object. that right? Yeah. Something like that. Today, I've seen that uh, in our component, someone was using that, and mm. I was just like, mm. one, mm. only one is actually trying to give it a chance. Yeah. It's one of those things I really do try. I, tr I try not to be this like grumpy person who's like, I'm not gonna try. And I, I tried it when it first got released and I, I think I tried for like maybe two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, it's not ready yet. Just, it will get there. The reason I did so is because I knew at some point that would just be the way they're gonna make it that it's always that. And I was like, no, so I switched it off. And then there were some updates to it and people said they were pretty good. Uh, I switched it on and I probably used it for, I'd say almost a month 
But then I just, I, I was like, like, it's just too much. I, it was effort every day. It was, I wasn't getting used to it. It was just constant effort mm -hmm. to actually mm -hmm. um, doing it. And here's one, here's one. Um, someone just said they're actually using it. Whereas I comment, yeah, I just started using on object. Now that you can pin the visual pane to the side. Yeah, okay, that was, so that was one of the improvements that it's not like disappearing all the time because that was just, that, that, that was no fun. Uh, for me, it's a decision if it will take me uh, more time than previously. Mm. I will not use that mm. because the original intentions were to make it much more easier to user to actually do what they want. Yeah. I'm not capable to do that. After every update, I've given it a chance again. Yeah. But still, I'm returning back. I think, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the same. But what I find interesting is that it was sold generally as, you know, reducing clicks, like, you know, a few clicks. And the thing is, just because you, I would, I mean, please, if I'm, if I'm wrong, correct me. This is fine. I'm, I don't mind being wrong. I don't think that necessarily that reducing clicks makes something more intuitive. Mm, yep. You know? Um, so I think it's maybe the... Maybe the goal was wrong or what, I, I don't know, but it's it just seems to be, it's just not intuitive, basically, is what I'm trying to say in too many words. I have one example. Uh, quite often when I'm inside the visual mm -hmm. and I'm developing my measure, mm -hmm. I would like to have the ability to format uh, the visual on the right side and still have opened uh, the measure or be switching between measures. Yeah. And the paints are still closing. I know that I can click mm. on them by right and um, mm. make more of them open, but they already were opened. <laughs> Why well, I need to yeah. use yeah. another click for that. Yeah, I don't want fair. to. Yeah. I got it. Especially, yeah. I've already just grabbed the screen large enough to have Power BI with all panes opened. Yeah. And now I need to every time open them by myself. No, I don't want to. No, I get it. I get it. I it. But I'm trying to be fair and bring up positive comments as well, just to, you know, just, just, just to yeah, be a nice person. Yeah. I, with I'm the just sharing my experience. That's fine. I am. So this, I, I think because we, we both seem to agree, I'm trying to bring up someone who disagrees with us. There you go. With the <laughs> pinning, I can have the visual paint and formatting paint visible at the same time. This saves time. It, it does. This is mm -hmm. a fair comment, and, and that's, that's the way it should be. Um, so maybe, maybe this conversation now, will inspire me to switch it back on. Um, I think that's also the, the, the challenge as well. Hey, Donald, how are you doing? Thanks for joining. Um, I think that's always the, the, the challenge as well is that you have to work whilst learning like a new like user interface. It's it's naturally going to slow you down. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you, me, speaking from my personal, my brain naturally rejects it. So it, it is that initial effort. But I think if after a week, maybe, it hasn't become easier, then there's something wrong, you know? Do you remember how the format pane changed of course. a year and a half ago? I do, I do. That slowed us initially. It did. It did. For like 1.25. <laughs> but just 1.25. Mm. Currently, the on object uh, for me, it's mm -hmm. like twice. Yeah, yeah. Once we will get at least to uh, 1.5, yeah. I will start using it. That's I promise. Fair. That's fair. See, 
you've you've said it now on a live stream it's recorded yep. so you, you have to stick by that um but this I will. Is, I think that the, the previous, again, the previous format, um, the change, I didn't like it. And it was um, because it was this thing, oh, it saves the double scroll bar, which I actually, I'd never cared about that much, to be honest. It did inspire me to use the search part a bit more often, mm -hmm. which was is a better practice, to be fair. I never really considered it. Um, I do search now what I'm looking for. Now it will hear very badly, but there's a search. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you want to look for like font size, you just type like font and it'll bring up all the fonts. Or if you want to look for padding, you can type in padding and it brings up all the padding, that kind of stuff. Okay. I think I've used it. I think I've, I'm not sure if I've ever used that. <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. Uh, I'm just going by my mind, like uh, I'm opening without even looking uh, mm. on that side. Usual. Uh, okay, so basically, but if you got like the visualization pane, there's like a search bar in the visualization pane right there, or whatever it's called. Yeah, the visual uh, visualization pane. Jesus Christ, yeah, really The formatting that. pane. I put. They've got the yeah. formatting pane. There's a search right there. Yeah. That, that that that's very helpful. Um, okay. Yeah, but it's but actually, it's it's a good point about how how much it, it slowed you down. One thing, maybe someone in the in the chat can can let me know if this is um, still an issue. The biggest issue I probably had was um with the on object formatting i'm talking about again now was that the the pane with the name of the measures was too small so you couldn't use the you couldn't see the entire name of your measure mm -hmm. um is that still an issue someone please tell me because that drove me nuts so if you had something for like um whatever say net sales but they have like many different versions you could only see like the word like net sales like 10 times not net sales <laughs> previous year net sales current month all that type of stuff you know that to me was like well i literally can't see the name of my measure so i'm meant to use this so um yeah we're gonna do search box is essentially use yes it is. I, I think I'm, i will now uh, got flamed because yeah. i'm not using that but really i just remember in my head where the things that are uh, for what i'm looking for that makes so, sense uh, uh i'm just okay also i have my scroll wheel or quite high setting so <laughs> yeah it's the the, the standard mouse right yeah it's, it's very cool <laughs> so i'm pretty able to get where i'm looking for and usually i'm just going from up to bottom and mm. setting the uh, visual before i'm uh, inserting anything inside yeah fair enough so we all, we all have our different ways of working yeah we all, that's why we all have a very specific little gripes and stuff um yeah one second, you'd have to, I wonder if there's a comment I've just seen, you'd have to have a measure like a monster to exceed the width. Well, well, I can't speak for the most recent version of, but I can tell you that, for example, like I was, I'm trying not to get I me, mean, my previous company, we did have pretty long measure names, but they were required to be that long because there were variations on a thing, you know? So um, something, net sales, and then like some, words afterwards so sometimes mm -hmm. they were quite long but not massively long they were maybe like i don't know just like four words or something so that that that's why so i guess it hasn't been updated i'm not sure anyway that's just me specifically being strange and having random things that, that i worry about um yeah mate i also want i mean there's lots to, to talk about i've i've been lucky you've been at uh, conferences recently as well is that correct did I, did I see your face popping up somewhere? You seem like you've been like around and you know busy doing this, that, and the other. I'm not sure how you have time to do it all. 
I've tried to. You've tried to. I've tried to, especially for this year. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, the last conference where I were, or where, sorry, where I was, was in Berlin on a data moshpit. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was good. I couldn't get to that. Please. That was that looked really fun. It was awesome. Nice. It was actually one of the best conferences where I've ever been. Cool. But okay, there never ever was a metal conference. Yeah, they, fair enough. <laughs> they've set the bar very high. Nice. So you, were you um, you were presenting there, or yep? What what what, what was your, what was your topic, mate? Uh, release the height from Power BI REST API. Nice, there you go. Uh, and you wouldn't expect it that, but it all ended with a SVG. I'm shocked. Class, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I was actually talking there about how end users are looking on a report, how they could should consume them in an app. We all know that. But uh, that like they see the report and everything behind is a, just a black box. Okay. Are we sure that they should go into the report or even into the app? Mm. No, they're not. Okay. If they are looking for one specific information, mm they should not go outside the tool where they are working. They should have this information when they need it. Yeah. So I was showing how to use execute query endpoint mm -hmm. through the Power Automate to grab the data from a Power BI or the whole SVG. Of course. <laughs> uh, encode it, wrap it into adaptive card and push it into the Teams chat. That's pretty cool. I think it's quite fun. Yeah, it sounds pretty fun. Very so nice. at the end, uh, I was showing, or I've opened the teams and I've received from Power Automate the adaptive card mm. with uh, the a data mosh pit and a line chart of how uh, people were reg registering uh, for the conference. Nice. That's really cool. And um, how did, was it your first time in Berlin as well? How was it? Yeah, actually, it was. Okay, nice. I've never been in Berlin before, which mm. is for me at least quite strange because uh, Republic is just next to Germany. Yeah, yeah. And in Dresden, I were quite often, but mm. never uh, in Berlin. Yeah, oh, it's also a beautiful city, Dresden. Yeah. But I like that city. I need need to visit Berlin uh, soon again. Well, next time you visit, you can you can we can say hi at that time because um, I was I was disappointed I couldn't go. It was uh, my my dad was visiting, which was of course great to see my dad. Um, but it overlapped with um, that conference, and also there was a, a SQL conference in Frankfurt, I believe. Yep. And that would also have been cool to get to. One of them, probably not both, to be fair. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, this year has been a bit strange for conference because I really, I think I told myself at the start of this year that this year I wanted to put in more effort and get to some conferences. Um, and I've been to literally zero. <laughs> I've done such a bad job. Um, 
So, and I think it's just it being a combination because I changed the job, so I was busy with that and just other stuff came up. So I've kind of doubled down of what I want to do. And then next year, I really want, I, next year I want to go to like a, at least three. That's what I'm saying. Set your bar, bar higher. Let, let's call it like you would go for 10. Uh, okay, <laughs> fine. I'll set my, I'll kind of try to book the dates of 10 and then I'll, then I'll get of those 10, I'll get to three. That That's fine. <laughs> I can live with that. Um, okay. No, because I, I was speaking um, to a couple of weeks ago to, to uh, Martha from, from Norway, and she was talking about the um, Fabric February. There you go. We would love to see you both in Fabric February in Oslo. That's what, exactly what I'm just Perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> Fantastic. I would love to get at that. Really, I would. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we, we shall see if I do a much better... Oh, Say if I do a better job than I did this year, that's not difficult to be honest because I massively failed. But seriously, it's been a bit uh, annoying because I was also, um, it's led me to basically take all of my my sessions from Sessionize mm -hmm. and I'm going to delete them all and completely redo them. And just to, because I submitted some stuff and I think I got maybe out of, I don't know, maybe seven or eight submissions, I got like one was accepted. And I was like, oh, I've got to redo them because... I was reading them, to be honest, and I was like, you know what? I haven't got a lot of experience in that area. And I was reading them, and I was like, you know what? I'll be honest, even reading them, even to me, they don't sound that, in that interesting. Mm. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's let's start this again, Ben. you got, you got to put more effort there. So I'm very looking forward for next year, what uh, you, you will be sending. Yeah, I think just a bit more like provocative names in regards to a bit more... Um, something that sounds a bit more i don't know rather than this thing is like deneb whatever just to kind of don't delete refactor okay yeah i can that, that can definitely work to that re makes sense. refactor them make them yeah. much more interesting the name of a of a session will solve it for 90% of the people that is exactly what i'm talking about it's the names you know it's just, an, I was looking, I was like, actually, you know what, these names, it just, uh, you can tell I was doing it and just wanted to make it like, very factual, factual or, um, yeah, but it's, it's, I completely agree with that. It's got to be the names because that's what, that's what people first read and that's what goes on, on your, on your, whatever your slides or whatever. And, uh, yeah, we shall see next year, maybe one or two, but if, if not just attend, just, to, just to be there, you know? I believe that next year we will meet each other on some conferences and both we will be speaking. Yes, we shall see. But we, we met at Power Bear Next Step, right? Yep, last yeah. year. Yeah, we, we met there last year. I think we, we yeah, it's right, remember? Because I think you were one of the first people I saw when I got there. Um, but that was that remains the only one I've been to in person because the others I did were all remote, you know? Oh, okay. And that's a, that's the other thing. My I need to do more stuff that, that's not remote. I need to em emerge from my desk. You, by the way, you can still submit a session for Pabia Cruise. It will be for next year. I really want to, but the stupid thing about that is I'm, I do get quite seasick. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's which, a huge boat. I know, and also my surname is Ferry. It would be perfect, right? So, um, yeah, maybe I could. I just go and just pop some some what's it, um, travel sickness tablets, and if somehow I do get sick, that would be the ultimate challenge to get through a session whilst being really seasick. Yeah, I, I that came when I the first time I was on like a proper sized ferry. It was when I was probably actually would have been eighteen. It was the first mm -hmm. time I ever went to Germany. Um, I was just doing my A levels, you know, 
And I remember we came back. It was probably the standard, I don't know, Dover, Calais. I don't know what we, what we were doing. But the weather was really bad. Like the water was really rough. And it oh. couldn't, it couldn't, what's it called? Is it, is it called docking or something? They couldn't dock. I don't know. So it, it, the, the ship, the, the, the ferry couldn't, you know, dock. Mm-hmm. And so we had to stay like on the water for like an extra, like just sit there for like five hours or something. And I was just ill. I was lying there with my eyes closed, trying not to move. And I was like, this. so I think since then I've been, I've been scared of ferries. Is it not my family? No, no, I can fully understand that because yeah. after, after something like this, it mm-hmm. needs to be very hard to convince yourself, but try that. It's definitely yeah. worthy. Try. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So, tell you what, I'll try it. And if when I get there, and you'll be there, of course, as well. If if you never know, you never know. No, you have to be because this is the rule. You have to be there as well because you convinced me to go. Which means <laughs> if I do get seasick, I'm going to sit next to you the entire time because it'll, it'll be your fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it okay, does look like is I I would drunk you. So. <laughs> You would not be sure if you're seasick or if yeah. you're or yeah. you're drunk. Yeah, or just or just throw me overboard. It's the easiest way to deal with it, you know. <laughs> uh, but did did you go with the first one? Yep, it was a very awesome experience yeah. to do a three hour session. It was mm. quite awesome. That is that is cool. And how how was it? Did did you have internet connection on the boat, or could you have to do it all? Yeah, okay. Uh, the first sessions has internet connection. Mm-hmm. The rest of sessions at the end also have internet connections because of the uh, because of the Wi-Fi. Okay. But uh, we was not sure if we would be able to have uh, internet connection. So I pre- I've prepared the session to be completely able to run it mm-hmm. without uh, any internet. Fair enough, so. So it was about the data visualization, so. <laughs> Fair enough. I think, um, just, sorry, just reminded me, I, I forget when I had this conversation. I, it was on Twitter, it was a Twitter DM. I, someone DM'd me on Twitter a, a while back and they said, I'm having this issue with the, this visual and for some reason it's just not loading, it's not loading. I was like, that's really weird. And then there, there was no like, massive amount of information. Um, but long story short, it turned out the visual was a, a map. And I honestly hadn't realized that with the maps, you actually need the the connection, otherwise it doesn't load. Mm-hmm. And after I, I thought, I was thinking about it for, for, for 10 minutes and I was like, maybe, is it possible? Is it, you need connection for that? And that's exactly what it was. I was like, all right, there you go. This is new information. Because I so rarely use them, you know? Actually, yeah, they are very, very rarely used. But I've already encountered map created inside the, the map. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because the map on the background was actually drawn into the, in SVG. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah, exactly. And everything then on mm. was uh, designed in the map, and it looks... That's cool. It's astonishing. That's cool. That's something that I could definitely uh, never do. I think that's more the the territory of of, of Andre in a hammock there. That's um, doing cooler stuff with Deneb and I guess a bit of Vega rather than Vega Light. It's and you know I also I think it's also because obviously the the map in in Deneb you can't use the the certified version it has to be the non certified. Um and 
I never do anything in the uncertified version of Deneb mm -hmm. because I just know I'd never be able to use it at work. And it's like, yeah, so what's the point? <laughs> I'm not using any uncertified visuals. Yeah. I'm If I'm using custom visual, only the certified ones, mm -hmm. and still, mostly, I'm using just two visuals. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one is text search slicer. Good one. And second one is the app. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it makes sense. Have you ever done that thing? I mean, where you you're using you're on a visual, and you go to like the the ellipses and like the three dots, and you want to try to edit it, and you can't do it. And then it sometimes it takes my brain too long to, to realize the fact that I can't do it is because it's actually not a Dana visual, because I'm so used to using that. <laughs> Yes, or I'm searching for a measure where I've defined how it's how it will look like. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's one of these moments you're like, oh Jesus Christ, Ben, sort so, so, sort yourself out. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes I'm pretty sure, like, how have I created this? Mm. It works like normal visual. Mm. Where's the where's that measure? Yeah. Oh damn, it's a normal visual. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I think it, it's not as bad as like I have the, the, these moments where I'm trying to work out why something isn't working and I've used like, I don't know, all instead of all selected or something. I can forgive myself those because that's, I think that's a quite a, a standard DAX issue with all and all selected. I'm not sure, but sometimes when you do it, it's like, you, I've been looking for like an like hour and a half. I'm like, oh, God damn, I just didn't, didn't type selected or something like that. This is, um, it, it, and it also, what I, what I realized the other day is that I have, no matter how long I will do this job, I will, and this is actually pretty embarrassing to be honest, my inability to remember, <laughs> stupid, how to calculate the percentage of a total drives me crazy. I will literally every single time, every single time I will forget that. It, and my wife's really good with like, with like math, remembering numbers and calculation <laughs> stuff. And sometimes she'll walk in and she'll see I'm Googling it. She's like, really? I'm like, what? I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember all the things. So, no, but... it's impossible. If if we work inside the Power BI and we're trying to remember everything, you're not capable to even remember all Power Query functions. Yeah. Neither the text functions or neither the all API endpoints. There's so much. I, I, I agree. And I, and I do want to give myself that out. But at the same time, just a mathematical calculation percentage of a grand total, I think somehow at some point should get it into my head. But I don't know. I've been working with Power BI since 2017. So give me another six years. I might get there. I'm not sure. All right. I've got a question from Donald. Let's bring that up. Okay. Any projects you're working on? Is Reportee still going? Reportee is still going. It's still evolving. We've currently just edited completely new uh, chapter about the field parameters inside. We've started supporting the messaging to the end users who already finished uh, part of reporting to uh, bring them back into the process to uh, rest studying. And new projects, uh, we slightly hit it on completely beginning of this live stream. And uh, it's my current project with uh, something who call it like, don't even get me started on usage metrics. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's related to usage metrics. I've, I've 
published today on a Twix, uh, on a X uh, Blue Sky and a Mastodon, yeah. the link to my GitHub repository True. where you can find out uh, the PySpark script or PySpark notebook, sorry, uh, that is capable to run the or run the query that will create all usage metrics report in the workspaces where you have access. Then it will hammer it down with a DAX execute query endpoint. And all these data, it will store into the lighthouse. So you can use them as long as you would like to and for anything that you want to. But I need to give a credit for this because I'm not the one who come up with this idea. Uh-huh. Now I'm curious. <laughs> She's here with us. At least uh, she were in the chat. Uh, Ioana uh, ah. brought me this idea. Cool. Uh, because we were discussing the ability to generate these mm. uh, usage metrics report. And initially, we've together created the PowerShell uh, that was mimicking the user ability to start their creating process. Then she split. She started working it, uh, on it in PowerShell, and I work on that directly in the PySpark to be able to directly integrate it into the fabric. Nice. Very cool. You're right, actually. Sorry, you mentioned that before. We didn't dive into it too much because I think it will be um, very helpful for, for grumpy people like myself. And um, yeah, like I said, I saw, I saw you post it, and I, I've, I've put the link in the, in the chat. Thanks. I think, I hope it's the right one. Yes, I believe it is. Mm, and um, very cool. So what is, is that something that you're going you're gonna to keep working on? You're kind of keep developing out? And... Uh, it's not on the end. All right. Uh, we are still working on a report team. We are still working on our admin cockpit. I'm currently working on this project. Mm. And next to that, we've, created something called Power BI Audit. Okay. So we've started auditing the Power BI tenants for others and searching okay. for quite a lot of uh, potential issues. That's, I mean, that's a lot of, a lot of projects. And also there's quite a, they're quite broad topics as well. It's quite nice that it's, um, so it must be a, a heavy amount of work and how do you keep yep. focused on each one at a, <laughs> at a time to be honest uh i'm very happy that i'm not alone in our company because we have very very much or sorry very, uh, quite a lot of mm -hmm. very competent people that uh grabbed these ideas and start developing them also mm -hmm. so we're just uh cooperating the next uh, next steps and planning it together because I like to be in a position of something like visionary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I like the coming with ideas and mm -hmm. creating a proof of concept. Mm -hmm. And once someone who would like to be developing it next come up, okay, mm -hmm. it's yours. Yeah. But I, something that I find interesting, I mean, especially the one that I've just posted, the, the, this um, usage metrics um, thing, the the idea to to create these things and i mean i'm sure it's, the answer is just because you're such a generous person to create them and then everyone can use them without monetizing them um that is 
always quite like an interesting comment because you, again, you put in so much of your own time, so much of your own effort, and then you release them in the wild and say, here you go, use that. It's awesome. You're welcome. Uh, okay. Uh, reporting itself is paid mm -hmm. because it require it required enormous time to create it, even the okay. PLC. Okay. Uh, the usage metric that is currently published mm -hmm. is completely free because I like cooperating with other great minds okay. uh, on these projects. Yeah. And nice. quite often, uh, I'm aiming them to be prepared for generic usage, but mm. quite often I have some other ideas that I would mm. like to be building up on that, okay. and they mostly are paid. Okay, makes sense. So it's like a combination. Yeah. Like if you would like to be creating something on that, it's completely fine. Mm. Is the layer? I will still be working on them mm. because. That's something uh, that I will also use. And mm. in that case, we will be using completely the same. And then it's just up to you if you build something on that or not. But I'm standing behind uh, what I built. Mm -hmm. and I believe in that. And I believe in cooperation with others uh, to making things much more better. Because every single time, uh, we are scoped just what those are just to our minds. Mm. And mm. without okay. others, we're not able to make it much more better because we don't have complete imagination of everything. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. <laughs> a very a very thorough answer, and I appreciate it. It's because it's just um, something like that came in mind there. Um, I love this, by the way, on the, the, um, the, the report, the use Power BI report with the cleverness of a British gentleman. I like it. It's very good. <laughs> like that little top is very, very, very nice thing. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest; it's something that I've, I've never looked at, and um, now I feel bad about that. But now I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have a look and, and and make myself less less ignorant on this topic. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Man. No, it's, 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 it's completely okay. Uh, the on early beginning of the reporting was the mm. idea, uh, and the idea actually came up from our customers. Mm. They've asked us. Okay, if I will click into the report, everything will filter. Does it mean that I've broke something? Hmm. Okay, hmm. let's build something that it will not work, uh, it will not break, and it will help these end users to adopt to a Power BI to its capabilities, and it will support all internal teams uh, in the companies to be able to use all possibilities that they can, mm. but this tool will do the adoption. That's cool. It's a good idea. I like it a lot. Very nice. I'm going to maybe do some, do some linking and documentation there. What are you going to do? Very nice. Very cool. Um, I've got to ask a very specific uh, question that I basically feel always feel that I have to ask now because it was something that Jeff, we started ages ago. Nothing too, too worrying. Don't worry. If you had to change one thing with inside Power BI, what would be the first thing you'd want, want to change and why? Oh, the glasses are coming off. You really, you know straight away what, what, what's going to happen here. <laughs> Can I say 10 of them? <laughs> no, just the one. Um, you, you, let, let, I'll give you two. I'll be, I'll be fair, all right? Okay. Uh, actually, if you would ask me like month ago, okay, I know what I will say uh, as a first point, mm -hmm. but... Meanwhile, 
something magical happened and we've received that. So first, thank you so much, Microsoft, for hearing us and bringing us support for service principles as authentication inside web connector. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. I was asking for that from the beginning of a Power BI. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, that was something that I've needed. And finally, thanks to that, I can completely take down all my repositories uh, for Power Query to extracting Power BI REST API, mm -hmm. even the custom connector for that, mm -hmm. because right now I can rewrite it to much more easier way and directly use that. That's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it, it's also nice to give them some credit for the, the, the good work that, that, that they do instead of being, you know, we start off quite negatively there. So good one. <laughs> so now I can go for the two points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been nice, now be cruel. Okay. First is actually from a Power Query again. Okay. Please, we really need a support for custom functions, libraries. Ah, uh, okay. We have extremely great libraries created on GitHub repositories with full of absolutely insane Power Query codes mm. that are quite often much more capable than the native ones. Yeah. Like when you would like to extract the SharePoint or something from SharePoint, you would every single time go for BI consultants to Imke uh, post and you will use her code every single time. Yeah, true. Because it's the only one that is capable to do it the proper way. Yeah. Thanks, Imke. So uh, definitely support for these libraries. That's the main point for me. Yeah. Fair enough. That's, that's, that's reasonable, to be fair, yeah. And the second one. You don't have to have two. You don't want to, but I'm... I'm no, no, no. I, I, do. I, want <laughs> I want second one, definitely. <laughs> right. I'm still not sure if I will say some from DEX or from a governance perspective or the one from the visualization perspective. Oh, wow. So many options. <laughs> yeah. So many possibilities. Uh, You've got a very good evil um, finger <laughs> in there. It's very good. You've had a lot of practice there, right? Do you kind of like, you like, like swivel around in your chair as you do it, you know, just to add the evil genius. Yeah, I like it. And my kids are somewhere around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I think uh, the second one. Okay, I was I was said that I would like to have full support of SVGs, oh, okay. like like they should be. I would like to be able to wrote SVG mm -hmm. with CSS Hoover pseudo elements mm -hmm. to be able to bring the Hoover effects or on-click effects to do every normal cool. stuff inside of them yeah. to bring them more alive. Yeah. I'm not able to do that in adaptive cards. I'm not able to do that in Power BI. But where am I actually able to do that? Is in the PySpark notebook. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Do you th how, how confident do you feel like that you'll get that sometime soon? Yeah. I don't think I will ever uh, receive it. Yeah, I was going to say that seems like a big ask to me. It would be very cool, but I think it's 
Yep. Uh, I think in that case, there will be many possibilities how mm. to brought people out of the report. Mm. So it will be very hard to fix all the ways. Mm. So no, I'm not expecting to have the support, but mm. I would like to. Yeah, that, that, that's fair. That's very reasonable. Um, thing, I was watching the, um, maybe the, the last or pretty recently the, the guy in a cube, uh, live stream and Kerry Colosco asked a question. Um, I'm not sure if it was meant to just, just to bring it to attention was what do we need to do to get more support for Miguel Maya's Power BI core visual project? Um, reasonable question. I understand because it's, it needs more attention and stuff. And, they, they they said that it was, I mean, what I already knew because I'm kind of, I, I do these calls with Miguel talking talk, about, yeah, it, it's part of a long project and some of it's going to take a long time to implement. And, you know, that kind of frustrated me, that answer, because I know it's true, but at the same time, and I know it's easy for someone like me to say who has literally no idea about what goes on at Microsoft and the cost of all these decisions. But when you see them roll out these like really huge like projects that they've clearly been working on for years and respect, obviously they've done a great job. It's like, really? Is the core visual project really going to be until 2025? Because um, it, it, it's just, it just seems that for whatever reason, I'm not sure if he's sure if he's, if he's still in, in, in the chat um, with some of us talking before about, you know, the the way in which the, um, the, the core visuals in Power BI sometimes feel so kind of backward that there's no real way of actually getting them up to a good standard, but maybe a slightly more acceptable standard. And I just don't understand why there's not more... Alloc um, resources allocated there because I, have, I actually have quite often stopped referring to Power BI as a data visualization tool. First, first of all, because not, it's more than that, but also of all the things that it does, data visualization is the thing that it does the worst. I, well, at the first, I have to agree that they've done a great job from the point the Miguel joined the program and started working on that. Yeah. He's doing enormous amount of a yeah. job and I think it's running incredibly well. Uh, on the other hand, I'm very happy that Power BI is currently not presented as a PowerPoint for a data. Yeah. Because it was presented like that on many conferences mm. from uh, lots of high stand people and mm. it created uh, expectation that it's really just a PowerPoint. Mm. Then it was very hard to convince any customer to actually use that mm. or mm. reasonably pay that. Mm. But uh, I think that there's still a lot of things that needs to be done to be ready to compare with some other PowerPoint for data. Yeah. But how the capability spread with the fabric and with all the integrations to other tools uh, in mm. Microsoft, like, you know, I've said something about capability to extract data by Power Automate and drop it into the adaptive card. 
this is also something where the our, our target should be because mm. uh, we as a consultant should brought the data to people. Mm. It's not just about the people in Microsoft to be creating fancy new visuals. Mm. It's about us to utilize them and use them properly to help people understand that they can be used. And mm -hmm. it's not about uh, creating something bizarre. It's something that is already here mm. and already right now it contains everything that we need to create stunning reports and the report that will help us understand what's inside data. So you, you would say that Power BI now currently contains everything that you need to create stunning reports? Not everything, okay. but everything that is inside mm. is already somehow usable and mm. I'm not missing something so crucial in a visual, visual layer that will stop me and mm -hmm. brought me into some different tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, 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 that I completely agree with. Um, I think, and this maybe goes back to the, this, the work being done with um, by Miguel, I should say. And um, yeah, I think I, I love that the goal of that, one of the goals is to make it easier that by default, what you create just looks this looks decent. This looks good. That that it, that has to be um, always has to be there as a target. Um, I think one of my things is that Power BI doesn't now, and hopefully will in the future. It doesn't really isn't set up to help people who don't know a lot to not create very ugly visualizations. And one of the things that I wish you could we could do is you know when you obviously have your um the colors that you get by default you have your your different um yeah, yeah, yeah. Temp templates oh um like yeah, templates. themes themes sorry so you have your themes and of course you can you know load your own theme in what i wish you could do was actually somehow have fewer colors in that theme because you have to have is it like at least 8 or something i would like it if you could have like four no matter no matter what you do, there are going to be colors there. Mm -hmm. So I actually started creating themes that would have the, the few colors that I wanted, plus gray, 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 gray. Because I, yeah. I don't, you know, it's, it's just small stuff like that. And um, I think though, I'm trying to word this correctly, I, I get that people like experiment and click around on stuff. I think the temptation, because of the way the Power BI works from the visualiz visualization perspective, is that it's too tempting to do lots of stuff, to do lots of color, to add. For example, I think Jeff Weir posted today, one of the things that drives me crazy is, you know, when you have like, say, a, um, what do you want to say, the color a bar chart with lots of categories, you can't yeah. individually with the colors. So it's just kind of like, now you're going to have color. And, um, I think people kind of overlook sometimes the fact that the um, the best vi visualizations are the ones that actually don't contain much of anything at all. Yeah, th th mm. that's that's completely true. Uh, if there will be too much colors, it's just a color wheel. It's nothing else. Yeah, and exactly. in that case, no one will be able to receive the answer. Yeah. And I'm gonna switch off my camera back on because it's been weird. One second. I'm, just, I'm not twitching like that in real life. It's just, 
Okay. Strange cameras. Sorry. But yeah, sorry, but that's just me talking about how there's a lot of things. But I, I agree generally what you're saying. You can create what you need to create. Um, I think it just naturally has this um, a step back where it should be because it didn't. It wasn't, as you said, it wasn't developed from a particularly good place. And you mentioned this for the whole PowerPoint for for data thing. Very fair point. We also have one more issue with most of Core Visuals. Mm. Their ca settings capabilities are completely different. Mm. In one of them, we are able to use conditional formatting. In second one, we are not mm. able to use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen uh, lots of people, like lots of people complaining about the native uh, waterfall chart. Okay, yeah. Because of capability to change colors, to change some specific elements. No, I think it's one of the visuals that actually supports the less or mm. the less possible uh, things that you can actually edit. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just there's a question that I, I missed before, and I don't, I don't want to leave it hanging there. Um, are there any tips for nicely visualizing pictures? I image URLs. Um, so, so yeah, image URLs. So yeah, yeah, I guess you can do that. I mean, I always, I always used to do that with the um, the chiclet slicer, which I know sounds really weird, but the chiclet slicer for me was always the best way to display um, pictures. So image URL. But I think you can do it now in the um, the new card, or yeah, yeah, you you can definitely do that in a new card visual. Yeah, and I think. Previously, sometimes I use some visual uh, image view, yeah. which was yeah. there. Uh, but these days, new card visual, new, new card, yeah, yeah. So previously, I was I always use chiclet slicer because actually, strangely, was you, you didn't have to use it as a slicer; it would just really nicely mm -hmm. display images. Um, but yeah, I think I thought I haven't. I honestly, I very rarely use images in my reports. Um, but yeah. All about the new card. Actually, the new, I mean, to be fair, this is actually, we're talking about this sort of stuff. The new card visual, I do love it, by the way. It's obviously you do because SVG, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if, if I will stay uh, just for a moment Please, uh, with course. the new card visual, yeah. I think it's great because it contains lots of possibilities, yes. especially yes. in case of SVGs, support mm. of uh, image wells, etc. Mm. But exactly as you said, if it would be uh from the early beginning set up mm. properly like you know in a default it will help much more yeah currently when i add this new card visual mm. i need to remove padding from four different places uh, yeah 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 why that's true that doesn't make any sense i think it's it feels like there's somehow there's like inherited code that is just, that's the problem, you know? And I, it's a shame because I really do like it. You have to do a reasonable amount of work. Well, I'm just going to repeat myself. You have to do a reasonable amount of work to make it look how you want. And that's that should be the objective is to, to get rid of that. Yeah. Um, it will happen. And there's just a, another couple of small things like with the... Um, the aligning, I think, of something that you can never align them all to the top. There are little bits and pieces, and I know Miguel knows about them, and I'm sure he will line it out, but I think it was a, a good start for the project to release something like that. Definitely. Um, it's very easy to use. Yeah, exactly. 
uh, it's somehow prepared mm. and it can be directly used. And as we saw, it's done extreme impact. Yeah. Yeah. People are still talking. We are here and we are still talking about these features even after three months. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, But it is. It's true. It's great. Today, I've used it again. Or maybe better would be called like we've used it again. Hmm. Uh, because we've needed to create special chart. I hate these names. Uh, <laughs> uh, which was... And sorry, I will just check one. Uh, oh, good. Check away, man. Okay, we've needed to create a test tubes with blots. Okay. And with a percentage of filament, uh, filament inside. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And usually inside the Power BI, no, we will not do that. Maybe just, just by some hacking. Okay, I will grab some test tube, drop it into the matrix. So every single column would have it inside. Mm -hmm. Then I would grab a bar chart, put it on uh, into the background, and mm -hmm. then it will work. Yeah. But do I need two visuals? No. Yeah. Thanks to card visual, mm. very simple SVG code or text generator for that. Yeah. It's done. It's very cool. Actually, what I loved about it is because one one of the my favorite things I've ever created with Deneb was also like a like a, thermo, a, th a thermometer type thing, which is basically it's a test tube but like a slightly different shape. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that was such good fun. And I think the the reason I liked it so much it was because the first time I created something because you go from hacking core visuals and then you go to Deneb and then you go to hacking Deneb, not hacking, but you mean kind of doing little bits and pieces that like kind of usually shouldn't be done. And it was such, and it's one of those projects, I didn't need it for anything. I was just curious if I could do it. Um, it was one of those things that you do it. And, you know, as you're, as you're doing it, you're learning so much yourself, you know, loads of fun. And, you know, this is a thing I can sit here and kind of complain and be a you know, grumpy ass all I want. Um, but it has taught me to how to use, use Vega Lite and to a lesser extent Vega. So it's not so terrible that's i'm clutching at straws to kind of make it make it sound good from power perspective because a lot of people don't have the luxury to kind of or time or just don't want to do that but um More the second way is yeah yeah the priorities <laughs> exactly um it's I, i've tried to be fair i've had a couple of people in um certainly my previous job and hope, hopefully my current job soon that have kind of got into using denib and stuff as well Because there's always this question, oh, but, you know, should we use it? Because then we have to, like, learn this thing. And with someone that leaves and the skill sets are redundant. Uh, but you can say the same thing for so many things, to be honest. You know, it's just one of the things that you people learn. Yeah, you might not have the entire company who can learn how to write in Vega Lite. That, 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 that's granted. But it's nice to have an extra um, couple of skill sets in a company, you know. Can't hurt. Def definitely. Yeah. Um, I just realized that would be, I've, I've been just keeping you here far too long. We I do apologize. It's, it's, it's well past 10 o'clock. For me, it's, it, it's fine. I can still go. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I, I remember when we were recording the podcast. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, that went on for quite a while. It was good fun, though. I really enjoyed it. It was cool. Oh, Because man. for 
the ones who don't know when we were recording that the uh, our longest session that we ever had was actually with Ben, and I think it was one hour and 45 minutes something around it was a, it was a long time <laughs> it was just kind of like another another medium in which i refuse to shut up and just keep on keep on talking about stuff oh man it was good fun though it was good fun anyway i'll start wrapping up because i need to do other bits and pieces i need to maybe do a little bit of sport to work off the too much cake i had before we started and um but yeah mate thank you so much for joining i had a really nice chat really good time Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure and it was a huge fun. Good. I'm pleased you enjoyed it. Uh, everyone in the chat, I really appreciate it, as ever all the comments and the questions and stuff. And uh, yeah, I will be back next Thursday. And as ever, I can't remember with whom because my memory is shocking. Um, but I will be here most likely. And um, again, thanks very much, everyone. And Steve, have a good one, mate. Have a good night. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone.